Welcome to UK Rail Journeys, Series 1. In this series, I travel to North West Wales with the Steam Dreams Rail Company on their Welsh Dragon Tour. In Episode 2, Mayflower pulls our train out of Paddington at the start of our journey westward. And we travel through the London suburbs. The steam locomotive pulling our train today is number 61306 Mayflower. 61306 was built in 1948 by the North British Locomotive Company to an LNER design but was delivered after nationalisation to British Railways. She first operated from Hull Botanic Gardens Depot and in June 1959 moved to the Dairy Coats Depot. There was a final move in June 1967 to the Bradford Low Moor Depot before being withdrawn in September of the same year. Mayflower was bought for preservation and is one of only two preserved Thompson B1s. Initially she went to Steamtown at Carnforth and was painted in the LNAR Apple Green livery and given the number 1306. She was also given the name Mayflower. In 1978, Mayflower moved to the Great Central Railway and remained there until 1989, when she was taken out of service for a major overhaul. The next move was to the Neen Valley Railway, and the Bowden family bought Mayflower in 2006 and moved her to their company in Washwood Heath, Birmingham. Mayflower returned to steam in the original British Railway's apple green livery and the number 61306 and was operated by West Coast Railways from their base at Carnforth. In 2014 David Buck bought 61306 and had her prepared there for full mainline running. Her first mainline train since the mid-1970s was a Cathedral's Express charter between Norwich and Windsor. A further major overhaul then took place and Mayflower returned to the main line in February 2019. She frequently hauls trains for Steam Dreams and in the summer of 2019, 61306 operated three regular one-way Tuesdays only services from Waterloo Platform 19 to Windsor and Eaton Riverside. That was the first regular steam-operated service 
from Waterloo Station in 52 years. Most recently, after a COVID-enforced holiday in 2020, she's operated a similar summer service, but this time from London's Victoria Station. The first station we pass through is Royal Oak, which is served by the Circle and Hammersmith and City lines. These are now above ground. The station opened in 1871 on the Metropolitan Railway's extension to Hammersmith. The service is operated by the Great Western were withdrawn in 1934. It's close to the elevated Westway section of the A40 Trunk Road and the station is named after a nearby public house, originally called the Royal Oak, later the Railway Tap, and now the Porchester. The station was used by 2.6 million passengers in 2019. We soon passed the next underground station at Westbourne Park. This was opened by the Metropolitan Railway on the 1st of February 1866. On the 30th of October 1871, the Great Western opened a station here. This closed on the 13th of March 1992. The underground station was used by 4.13 million passengers in 2019. The train now passes over the Portobello Junction and passes the Notting Hill sidings. Our route now takes us under Westway, the raised section of the A40 that joins the Marylebone Road at the Edgware Road just east of Paddington Station. Next we pass under the North London Line, used by the overground between Clapham Junction and Wilsdon Junction. On our right, as we travel west, we pass the North Pole Depot. This is also known as the North Pole Train Maintenance Centre. It's a railway and maintenance depot built for Great Western Railway's high-speed AT300 units, built as part of the Hitachi A-Train family. These trains were introduced between 2014 and 2018 to replace the Class 43 high-speed train units that previously were used on the express services from Paddington. The Class 43 diesel-electric trains were first introduced in 1976 as a stopgap whilst other trains were developed. One of the Class 43 units holds the record for the fastest diesel locomotive in the world with an absolute maximum speed of 148 miles an hour. The class had a regular service speed of 125 miles an hour. In the days when Eurostar trains ran from Waterloo Station, the North Pole Depot serviced their fleet of Class 373 trains. We now pass Old Oak Common, where the trains for the delayed Elizabeth Line, also known as Crossrail, are stabled and stored. The depot opened in May 2018. Our journey now takes us over the central line and under the North London line, which runs between Richmond and Stratford in East London. The North London line originated as part of the North London Railway. The current route is the result of a series of amalgamations, closures and reopenings. 
It has a mix of third rail electric and overhead electric. It is heavily used by freight services in addition to the main London Overground service. After passing yet again under the A40, known here as the Western Avenue, we pass through Acton Mainline Station. TfL Rail runs services from Reading to Paddington that stop here. The station itself was opened by the Great Western Railway on the 1st of February 1868 and was originally named Acton. On the 1st of November 1949, it was renamed Acton Main Line. Together with the underground stations at West Acton and North Acton, the station serves the GWR Garden Estate. This is a large area of family housing, bordered on three sides by the three stations and on the fourth side by the A40 Road. It was developed by the Great Western Railway in the 1920s to accommodate its staff, particularly drivers from the old Oak Common Depot. The current station building at Acton Main Line was completed in early 1996. In mid-2013, a gated barrier was built, dividing platforms two and three for their entire length. And in May 2018, there were extensions to all three platforms, and these were completed for the purpose of the crossrail link. The new station facilities opened on the 18th of March 2021. The station was used by 351,000 passengers in 2019-20. As you can hear, our train has now got a good head of steam and we're making good progress west through the London suburbs. We're now four and a half miles from Paddington. The next station is Ealing Broadway, a major single-level London Underground and Great Western Mainline station. I'm sat with Bruce, who is part of the support crew of Mayflower. So what does a steam locomotive's support crew do? We basically do everything up to the point that the driver and fireman take over. So we'll turn up the engines cold. We have to make sure there's enough water and enough coal for the journey. Then the night before, we'll put a warming fire in, which is a small, small fire because what we don't want to do is bring the engine into steam too quickly. We'll wake up in the morning and either the fire's still there or it might have gone out, but the engine will be just warm, warm to touch. And then what we'll do is, is bring it up to steam, bring it up to full pressure, ready for something called an FTR, which is a fitness to run examination. And we can't go anywhere on the national network without the paperwork that says the engine is fit to run. Once we've got that, we then got to oil round, which they were probably getting onwards 80 points to oil on an engine. Two types of oil. There's the lubricating oil, which does the axle boxes, most of the moving parts. And there's the steam oil, which is a lot thicker, which we have to use for the cylinders. If we use just normal oil in the cylinders, then it would just disappear and wouldn't do its lubricating. So then we go on the trip. And when we're on the trip, the support crew is responsible for making sure that the water stops, that we water the engine. And then when we get to the destination, port crew will take over. We'll clean the fire out, clean the ash. Obviously, there's a lot of ash in the hop. And then rebuild the fire, ready for the journey back. And then when we get back on the depot, we'll dispose of the engine. So we'll make sure it's full of water again. Just clean the fire if it needs cleaning of any clinker. 
So basically what the support crew does, it does everything up to the point the West Coast driver and fireman will then take over. We're responsible for handing the paperwork over to the driver and saying this engine is fit to run, we've oiled it, we've coaled it, and then the driver will take over and the fireman will, will run the trip. Ealing Broadway is one of the three western termini for the district line. It's also one of two western termini for the central line. It's a through station on the Great Western Main Line, five miles and 56 chains in rail speak, that's five and three quarter miles in normal speak, from London Paddington. The Great Western Railway opened its broad gauge tracks through Ealing Broadway between Paddington and Taplow on the 6th of April 1838. Although the Ealing Broadway station itself didn't open until the 1st of December that year. At the time, it was the only station in the area and was initially named Ealing. It gained the Broadway in 1875. Services on the District Railway started on the 1st of July 1879 when a branch from Turn and Green opened on its Richmond line. They built their three-platform station to the north of the Great Western Railway one and later a connection between the two railways was installed to the east of the station. District Railway trains also served the Great Western Station from the 1st of March 1883 until the 30th of September 1885. In 2019-20, 6.9 million rail passengers and 16.09 million tube passengers used the station and nearly 24,000 used the interchange between both systems. Three quarters of a mile further down the line, we travelled through West Ealing Station, situated between Ealing Broadway and Hanwell to the west. Most trains stopping here are operated by TfL Rail on the route between Paddington and Reading and also the route to Heathrow Terminal 4. The Great Western Railway operates services on the Greenford branch and one service a day is operated by Chiltern Railways. Once Crossrail fully opens, the TfL rail service will become part of the Elizabeth Line, running through central London to Abbey Wood and Shenfield in Essex. When the station opened in 1871, it was called Castle Hill and Ealing Dean. From the 1st of March 1883, district railway services started running between Mansion House and Windsor. The uneconomic service was discontinued on the 30th of September 1885. The station was renamed West Ealing on the 1st of July, 1899. The London Cooperative Society's main creamery was located next to the station and there was a dedicated milk train platform. This podcast has been produced by the Mr T Podcast Studio. I thank the passengers and the teams from Steam Dreams and West Coast Railways for making this podcast possible. Join me in a couple of weeks for the next episode. And thank you very much for listening.